guys, and welcome to episode six of the Equity Podcast. I'm Joe, and this is Beric. What's up, guys? Uh, today, we're going to go over um, three reasons why kids should do CrossFit. Uh, we're starting CrossFit Kids back up tonight, so we just want to go over that. Um, when we're recording this, obviously, not when this is being released. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> In the past week, they'll kids will start it. Yeah. Um, then we have some uh, question and answers to go over, and that'll be it for today. Uh, so, you know, with, with talking about the youth kids today, our sponsor is Equity Team Training. Uh, so Colby is our equity uh, team trainer. Uh, he played Division II uh, soccer at Millersville, and he's just a rock star with the kids. He's awesome. We've done t- uh, um, a number of different programs with different soccer teams and baseball teams. And so if you have a travel team, um, that's looking to just get that little edge before the season starts. Um, we'd love to work with you. Uh, you know, the goal is you're going to see the exact reasons why we like working with the with the youth, uh, especially in that sports atmosphere, and it just helps in all avenues for them. So, you know, we do training specifically for that group, and you know, you get Colby to program the workouts. He has a whole plan for it uh, from start to finish for all eight weeks. Um, and it's we've had a lot of success with it. And um, it's it's really beneficial to help those kids get a leg up. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, drop us a line at info at Equity Fitness. Um, and he's he's awesome. He does a really good job with it. And he loves doing it. He's so good with the kids. Yeah, the kids love Colby. Yeah. Um, so, as Joe mentioned, what we're talking about today is three reasons why kids should do CrossFit. And we brought in a special guest for today, which is also our host, <laughs> which is Joe. So, Joe started with us in our kids program. Him and his brother Sam were actually part of the very first kids program in the old gym. I think that was the summer of 2014, I believe. Yeah. Um, when we started that. So, you know, he's, he's been with us for a long time. He's come through the kids program um, and he, he knows a lot. He can give us insight into what it's like to be a kid and go up through that and kind of give us a little view behind the curtains of what to expect from it. And then also I'll give, um, you know, my, my biased opinion as well. <laughs> so the first one we're going to talk about is that it just gets you, re- gets you ready for life. And it doesn't matter what kids are doing, um, they're gonna be using their bodies, right? We have a lot of kids that are playing sports and the more that they can learn to use those bodies and be aware of them in space, the better they're gonna do in their sports. Um, even if they're learning, um, you know, doing uh, music, you know, that's still a lot of coordination and breathing and whatnot and, you know, working out can help with that. Um, so we're, our goal for the kids is just this overall fitness. We're trying to make them well-balanced, ready for whatever avenue they decide to go to in the future. Um, and the, the last thing that I'm going to say before I turn it over to Joe is that it, it's also it's a supplement, right? If they have something that they truly enjoy doing, that they're really passionate about, CrossFit can help them be better at it and really excel at it. It can, it's a supplemental piece to other programs as well. And that's really what CrossFit started as was a supplement for other people to just achieve more and what they were pursuing. Um, so, you know, the kids were just 
We're trying to be well-rounded, teach them how to move well, and it, I think it can benefit any kid no matter what they're going into. Yep. And from my perspective, um, I grew up, my family care takes a farm, so I, I grew up doing a lot of yard work, a lot of weed whacking, a lot of mowing, a lot of shoveling, lots of mulch and dirt and various things, carrying heavy objects. So uh, I, I did notice like the summer after I started CrossFit, like I had a significantly easier time doing all of that stuff. Everything was just, everything was lighter, everything went quicker. It just, yeah. it helped me so much doing all that. And my dad owns a building company. And that same summer, me and my brother became a lot more useful <laughs> on the job site, uh, moving heavy objects and stuff. It's it just was really significantly helpful for people like us who live pretty physical lives, yeah, live pretty it, physical lives. It's kind of like a double-edded sword. Uh, yeah. You know, on one hand, like everything's easier, but it's like also when when you're in a group of friends and you're the one that works out, you're always the first one they ask to help move. <laughs> I've moved so many things that I don't want to so many times. And on the, on the other hand, like as a kid, if you can get things done faster, um, you can go play more <laughs> in theory, right? Yes. Or your parents learn that you can do stuff faster now. Now they just ask you to do more. <laughs> yeah, they weren't that sadistic, thankfully. <laughs> so I just got my stuff done quicker and I was good to go. <laughs> uh, sweet. Um, so that's all, you know, all around ready for life. And yep. that, that's a perfect example, you know, being able to help your dad doing his job, right? You're assisting him. That's perfect. I love it. Um, so the other thing, this is more, uh, it can be, it can be a little bit more subjective, but it's to build confidence, social skills with both peers and with adults. Um, you know, kids, they don't generally speaking, they don't get to be around a lot of adults, right? You're around your parents, you're around a teacher and those are very author authoritative roles, right? They definitely have authority over you. Um, our kids classes during when we're open is during an adult class to run at the same time. You know, yep. they're not together, but there's a little bit more interaction and the kids get to learn how to interact with adults and that don't have necessarily that position over them. And it teaches them how to, you know, adjust to, to interact with adults and other and peers that they don't know. Right. Yep. Generally they're with kids at the same time. Eventually they, become friends with, uh, you know, the kids in the class and well, but you know, they get to learn to interact with new people. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is building the confidence. Um, when, when you see a kid jump onto a box for the first time, they just light up and it's a, it's such a good feeling watching them do that. Or when, you know, they deadlift more than they've ever done before, right? Yep. It's it's really, really rewarding for the coach and it's rewarding for the kid as well. All of a sudden, you know, they just walking a little taller, got a little, a little swagger in their step because they have this new confidence and that confidence is gonna push off into other areas, right? That's, that's why, you know, adults coming in the gym, working hard and doing all this, it's gonna, it's going to help you in all areas of your life. And you, you see that same thing with kids as well. Absolutely. Um, one, like one of the times that like really sticks out in my mind, especially with like dealing with adults. Um, I remember the first open I did, the kids kind of did a hybrid open, like some of them we do in the kids room and then some we do next to the adults. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and I remember, I forget which open it was, but it had a heavy deadlift in it, or it was maybe a practice open workout. And there was a heavy deadlift in it, and we got to do it out with the adults. 
And I remember lifting next to all the adults and seeing that they're all doing the same thing as me, all the same warm up, all the same lifts. And I wasn't like, there were a few of them that were a lot stronger than me, a few of them that weren't stronger than me. And it was really cool to see that I wasn't like drastically different. We're all doing the same thing, just slightly different applications. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And I know we have a lot of kids that have been homeschooled. You know, you have been, and we also have some other kids that have been as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, the CrossFit class is almost like their their uh, gym time. Yeah. Like gym, as in gym class. Like right? the, yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, that that socialization, if you're homeschooled, you don't get a lot of that. So that can help. I mean, you guys were a little bit of a special case where you were pretty outgoing from the start. Yeah. Um, that's, but, that's a genetic thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that's cool. Yeah. I, 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 you've never told that story before. So it was neat hearing it. Um, you know, that's, that it's also a good example of just cross in general is everybody's doing the same workout. Yep. It's just, the degree of intensity is going to be different and intensity in weight or in actual speed yep. um, is just a little bit different. Everybody's generally doing the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Sweet. All right. So the third reason, um, is injury prevention. The first, the first thing I thought of when we were writing this, when I was writing the script out and you were helping out is, remembering watching kids pick something up off of the ground the first time <laughs> they kids have most kids have no awareness of back position yep. it's immediately scared cat and if you do that in life you're gonna have problems i'm, I'm pretty sure there's a don't quote me on this but i've heard this statistic before where it's like some obscene percentage. It's like 90% of people in the world have some kind of spinal issue, like a bulging disc or, or like some kind of minor spinal injury mm. that they may not have issues with it anymore, but sometime they pick something up and they hurt their back yep. and it's there. So it's one of those things, if we can teach kids to pick something up correctly with good form now that's going to take them through their lives and help them their entire lives and it's going to help prevent injury um another side so that's like from the everyday point of view the other point of view is especially in sports with kids nowadays um two two trends have started not two trends one trend and one just general thing with sports one is there's imbalances in sports Yep. Think about anything with a ball, especially like baseball or whatever. You're always throwing with one arm and that creates an imbalance and that creates a chance for injury. Right. Um, uh, and another one is concussions and whatnot um, in any sport, you know, football, soccer, whatever. Um, so those kind of imbalances or injury prone things, if we strengthen the neck, the upper shoulder girdle that can help prevent those concussions. It's not going to completely eliminate them, but it can help reduce that risk yep. with injuries and imbalances. Our goal is general fitness and the correct imbalances. So that can help fuel that as well. Um, and then the other thing is this trend of being in a sport year round, mm. right? So like people, uh, kids are playing, 
I'm going to use baseball just because that's what we've done most of our team training with yeah. that we see a lot. It's done year round. Um, they have, you know, the spring, they go in the summer into all stars and they come back into fall ball and then, you know, they're doing stuff in the winter. And what happens is there's never time for those imbalances to correct themselves. They're always in season always training and that imbalance just keeps them worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and it just um, it just makes it worse right so what we want to do is crossfit can help supplement that to help even those balances out and then also you're going to get stronger yeah. <laughs> right you're going to get stronger you're going to get faster you're, you're going to move well you're going to move better you're going to be more efficient and you know less injury more more performance and uh, from my perspective, um, I'd, I'd say the proof is in the pudding. I really didn't, like, I wasn't really injury prone, at least once I, I don't remember being very injury prone before CrossFit, but like, I remember probably like early on, like first couple of weeks, uh, all the kids went over with Barrick on posture and just how to stand correctly, not even picking anything up, just proper posture and just how to carry yourself in general. And that's, and that's kind of carried through with everything that equity coaches, as far as kids go, everything's very focused on being safe first. And I really never had any issues doing CrossFit Kids. I've kind of built that body armor, yeah. which has been very helpful. Yeah. Now, you know, that being said, um, there's it doesn't matter what you're doing or how much you do, there's always a, oh, yeah. a, a, a chance of risk. There's always risk. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You'll be gardening and you can pull your back out, right? Um, there's always a chance of risk, but we can help reduce that risk as much as we can. Yeah. Q&A? Uh, yeah. All right, uh, so now we're gonna move on to some questions. Um, our first question comes from um, Michelle Ness. She's asking, uh, when should uh, Cassian be, or Cassian? <laughs> Cassian, uh, Either way, <laughs> be consumed. I probably spelt it wrong, so you're know. fine. Cassian be, be consumed versus uh, way isolate. Um, so first of all, people are like, what's casein? <laughs> kind of know. To explain what casein is, what casein is explains when you should consume it, mm -hmm. uh, basically. So whey isolate is, first of all, both of these are supplemental. So they're meant to be on addition. If you're not getting enough protein, that's when you take these things. Most of your... Um, Nutrition should be coming from real whole food, right? This is when you're not getting enough um, or you need to be able to get it a little bit faster. Or we want to start working on some nutrition timing. We'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. So the difference between casein and whey isolate is whey isolate is meant to be taken immediately. It's meant to be absorbed into the body extremely quickly. And that's why people take it as a shake mm -hmm. because you can um, process liquids faster than you can process whole food, right? Whole food, you have to chew it, you have to break it down, your body has to break it down, then it gets uh, into the cells, into the bloodstream. When we drink that way, it's already processed, right? So we can just, and it, it gets into, um, into the body much, much quicker. Casein is the opposite. It is not quick, it's slow. So it, it takes time to break down those casein proteins. So you're gonna have, you're not getting all that protein immediately. It's gonna be over a number of hours. So what does that mean? That means if we are doing a post shake, we want our whey isolate 
as as close to finishing a workout as we can, right? Yeah. Within about 30 minutes, that's kind of like the standard. For casein, if we're still not getting enough protein and we need some more, you should just take it not after a workout. It doesn't matter when. So, you know, if workout in the evenings, um, you know, at like 4.30, you can take a shake, eat dinner, and then if you still need some more protein, you can take some casein at night, like mm -hmm. before you go to bed, right? And it's just gonna get that protein throughout the night. Or if you just want it in the morning, you know, yeah. that's fine too. You're just gonna get it throughout the day. Um, so casein, not at workout time, way isolate right after workout time. Yep. Another general question we get uh, pretty often is, how do I improve my upper body strength? <laughs> this is probably the biggest thing that we get from current members. And, and that's the reason why we made it just kind of a general question, just because we hear from people all the time. And you're gonna hate my answer, because <laughs> the answer is just- Do upper body stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's the focus on it. Um, we provide supplemental stuff for in our programming every day, um, but that supplemental stuff is just like our general programming. It's broad and inclusive. It's meant to hit everything. Um, so. If, if you have a very specific goal of increasing your upper body strength, then some focus is a good thing. Like in your general programming, we wanna keep it relatively varied, right? Constantly varied. But if we have a specific goal, like we wanna get a pull up, we wanna get that push up, we wanna be able to jerk uh, 135 pounds, right? We need to build up that upper body strength. There needs to be some focused work towards that thing. Um, so think push, pull, think static work, think um, not just, um, you know, if the goal is to pull up, we still wanna do some pushing and pulling. We wanna think horizontal plane, right? Think about from the chest out and pulling back. We also wanna think about the vertical plane, think from the shoulder up and back down, um, and just mixing that, mixing that up and just constantly hitting it, being consistent, consistently hitting supplemental pieces through a week. So, yep. you know, something like two to three days a week extra on top of what you're doing yep. um, might be help. But also be careful not to, you know, get into something crazy overtraining stuff. Just, you know, a little extra work two to three times a week will get you there. Yep. And then our last question, which is a um, another general question, is um, how to handle nutrition timing for uh, double days for workouts, like two-day workouts. Yeah, so this kind of relates to the other two questions, and that's kind of why we put them together. Um, a lot, there's two types, like two day workouts is a very vague term, Yeah. right? So there's people that just, just, just like working out. They just love it. Right. So they're going to come in, they're going to do class, but then they want to do some other stuff. Now, if your goal is to get strong and you're doing a squat program, you're probably going to need some more nutrition during that because you're trying to get strong. So what we want to do is we want to work on our nutrition timing. So if we're doing like a squat session in the morning, we want to get some protein and some carbohydrates so we can get that benefit from the squats. And then, um, you know, with the, you know, if we have a Metcon that day, um, maybe just get something a little bit smaller and have another shake, depending on, you know, how your macro breakdown is. You might have to, you know, you might have to spread those, macros out like if you're if you're working nutrition time you're probably working on ma macros as well yep. so you're probably gonna have to just spread those meals out to have now instead of 
four meals, you're having five, well, three meals and two snacks. So it's something you just kind of spread it out. And then on the flip side of that, let's say I'm just practicing something, like my second session, my two-a-day session, yep. is like a 20-minute, a 21-minute EMOM where I'm working on three different movements for skill. You don't really need um, a post-workout for that, right? You can just stay with the four. Yep. So, you know, it depends on what that, that training is for that day. It's If it's something heavy and hard, yeah, I'd probably add in something for that, that two-a-day for that post-workout. But if it's something where you're just practicing or it's super low intensity, you don't necessarily need something. Um, maybe just get a little bit of carbohydrate in or something really small. All right. Well, that's it for us today, guys. Um, if you have any questions, you can send them to info at equity.fitness or leave a comment wherever you're listening or watching. Um, if you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe, uh, hit the notification button. Um, if you're on Spotify or iTunes, uh, subscribe, leave a rating. Um, thanks. Have a good week. Hey, appreciate it, guys.